Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Hey guys, welcome back to Disappointed but Not Surprised. I'm Alex. I'm Addie. And today we have a very interesting show for you guys. But before we get into that, I just need to get something off my chest. Mm-hmm. Aaron Carter's dick. Big, long, veiny, public dick. Yes. So he accidentally posted a whole photo album of his dick. And let me just say, I'm impressed. I saw it and I wasn't going to lie. It was a lot bigger than I thought it would be. But okay, here's... <sighs> Here's my take on this. How the fuck do you accidentally post like a montage of about 16 photos of your fucking wiener? Like when he, it was a screenshot of about 16 different photos of his dick. And it looks like it was in the deleted section of his iPhone. And you know how you go into like all the deleted photos and it had like day 16, day 15, like the days that it's going to be gone. And he screenshotted those. There was no other picture in that whole like, montage collectible section it was just his long fucking wiener in his bed of him holding it upright and it's for sure him because he has the hand tattoos tattoos. and you could see so i would really love to see nick's dick nick carter because i'm obsessed with the backstreet boys and always have been always will be no she's beyond obsessed with the backstreet boys we're going to, oh my god if the concert if gets the concert canceled gets this canceled, summer let's just like <gasps> riot yeah all hell is gonna break loose if that concert's canceled holy <laughs> shit i just thought of that i feel like you've been at every single backstreet boys concert known to man in the tri-state area yes <laughs> i don't understand how you could accidentally post a photo of your fucking wiener of a screenshot of your wiener and post it on social media well he's like batshit crazy he's not so he clearly did it for attention his That's girlfriend so just got wild. arrested for domestic violencing him or whatever you call it domestic abuse yeah and then that happened and he's like seeking attention yeah absolutely that's gotta be like a thing why guys do that stuff because like for example, unsolicited dick pictures. It's like the same thing. Like oh, yeah. nobody's asking to see your fucking wiener. Like you're showing it because like you want attention or something. Right. I don't fucking know. It's like when you get an unsolicited dick picture, they're gross. They are. And it's like, you got to have some balls to send that. I have gotten so many disgusting unsolicited dick pictures in my day. I sent you one the other day. That was a disgusting <laughs> wiener. That wiener was so gross. It had like a growth on the side. It was so nasty. So this guy I'm talking to, and this happened a long time ago, but for I, I send pictures to my friend and I was talking about it to Alex and I'm like, wait, let me find this. I know it's in my picture collage of shit that I sent to my other friend. Sure enough, it was there. I'm talking to this one guy for maybe like five minutes through text messages. And he's like, do you want to see my dick? And I'm like, no. And he sends a picture of his flaccid, spotted, unsolicited wiener that was hanging low. And he had his dog next to his feet and a dirty fucking carpet. That's the grossest part. Besides the dick, the fucking floor looked disgusting. And Alex is like, there's chips on the (laughs) floor. 
There was. It was so gross. The and carpet he had, like, was age so spots on his wiener. <laughs> the carpet was stained, and there was chips, just like on, like crushed chips on the carpet, and then his dogs at his feet. I was so mad about that. Like I get like kind of like pissed when I get unsolicited dick pictures like that. Yeah, because it's like I didn't ask for I that. I didn't ask and for now that. I Nobody wants to see unsee that. It. I could never unsee your ugly age spotted dick. You're fucking gross. And so I ended up putting his phone number. I'm in like a private group on Facebook, like my Fight Club group, and. I put his phone number in Fight Club and I was like, dick pic time, guys. So all the guys, it's like a group of 300 members, probably like 80% of them are men. And so the 80% of the guys, they all ended up sending a picture of their flaccid wiener to the guy as like a rebuttal because I can't stand that unsolicited dick picture shit. It's so fucking bizarre. It's so rude. Like if I'm not asking you for it, do not do that. Like this one time I had this guy, he... This is actually the fucking guy that took me to Fire Island and didn't pay for anything. <laughs> this is the same fucking person. If you're listening, you know who the fuck you are. And you know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> so one day we're just casually chatting, like texting. And all of a sudden he's like, yeah, he's like, I had this really great like idea for like a business. And I'm like, oh yeah, what's that? He's like, hats for your dick wait what yeah he was like <laughs> he was like wanting to make a company that made hats for like your dick and I was like why would you think that's a good idea and he's like I don't know because like it just is sitting there all bald and naked and I think they would be like cool with a hat he proceeds to send me a picture of his a shot glass on his dick be and saying like kind of like this but it would be a hat and I'm like, that is when I knew I had to never speak to this person again. Was it like a baseball cap or was it like a party hat, like a cone? No, it was a it was a shot glass, just a sh like a, a a neon yellow shot glass, like on his on, on his the top dick. of his dick. But was he planning on making hats into like like the party hats that like have the string underneath to hold it? No, I think he was like gonna knit like <gasps> these miniature fucking hats for years. For his dick. <laughs> and I've never been so disturbed in my entire life. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. And I sent his picture of his wiener <laughs> with the fucking shot glass on it to like my whole group of friends at the time and was like yeah this is what I'm dealing with but here's the thing like honestly I bet you there's a market for that and why <laughs> don't we start selling those on Etsy let's do it <laughs> It's like Wait. you want to keep your dick warm at night. Yes, Here, it's buy chilly sweater. Out. Buy dick sweater. We can, buy, we can oh. like crochet little like capes. Fuck, we're in quarantine, man. I might as well learn how to start knitting. I bet my mom's got her old knitting needles at home. <laughs> Steal those, my mom. What are you doing with them? Uh, nothing. Oh my god. No, wait. Another weird story. This is so bizarre. My, you know this one, my tattoo artist. Oh my gosh, this is the best story this ever. This is the best story ever. So this wasn't really unsolicited. I feel like we kind of asked for this. So my tattoo artist was over my house one night and I love her and we're good friends. And she dates the weirdest 
fucking people ever. They're so bizarre. Does she think that they're weird? She knows like, she they're knows. a little weird. Yeah, okay. she knows they're they're a little weird, but she just has fun with them. Like she doesn't care. And and this guy was definitely I've met him a few times and she like talks so much shit about him behind his back. And so he, she kicked him to the curb. He was trying to get back with her. And she's like he's like what can I do what can I do and I I don't remember who said it I think it was me or hers that was like just tell him to shove a banana up his fucking asshole and send a picture <laughs> and like we were totally kidding sure as shit like 10 minutes later we get a picture we get a mil- multiple pictures like a slideshow back of him standing with a banana he's in downward dog position and he is at the tip of a banana shoved up in his butthole and he's in a hallway and then he sends another picture of him in like wheelbarrow pose like all these different yoga poses but naked with a picture of his the banana shoved up his butthole and then we she goes what the fuck he's not in his house So he's in somebody else's house. We don't know if he broke and entered somebody else's house and like just like he was like strolling on the street and he needed to get the banana well, photo I was immediately. Say, like maybe he didn't have any bananas at his house, so he broke into his neighbors and, <laughs> and like, like stalked their bananas. Yeah. And then, like, put it back. He probably put it back. He probably ate it. We don't really know what happened, but I'm pretty sure she blocked him afterwards, or at least she told me she did. I don't fucking know. Um, Wouldn't you? I would be like, bro. We kind of asked for it, though. But, but he it, did we didn't it. actually expect him to do that. Like, if one of my exes and was like, yeah, shove a banana up your asshole and send me a picture, they'd be like, fuck out of here. Like, exactly. they wouldn't actually do it. And we weren't expecting him to actually send photos, like a whole slideshow in different yoga poses with the banana shoved up his butt. And he, like, like, took it to the next level. <laughs> we think he put the banana back, like, in the fruit pile and yep. just, like, called it a day because it definitely was in his house. That was one of the weirdest videos, slideshows I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no. What about the weirdest one I've ever seen is the guy with the tiny dick. (laughs) Oh, my God. So this guy, like, randomly messages me and but wait okay yeah it wasn't out. like a random <laughs> it wasn't totally random this is in our foot selling photos i think i posted a picture of my feet on Ale- reddit on reddit alex deals with our kick k-i-k and it's like some form of like messenger so she's the she's the kick manager i'm the reddit <laughs> manager and together we make one unity of like underwear and foot selling like fetish fulfillingness anyone want to buy a pair (laughs) so i post a picture of my feet then he messages you he messages me on kick and then so i start talking with him trying to like butter him up to give us like fork over some fucking cash bro right he proceeds to say that he has a really tiny dick wait do you want to read it oh yeah no i have it this This is is the actual conversation conversation i'm gonna find it Hold, please. It was like, hey, I'm Tom. He's from the UK. Got it. Hi, I'm Tom from London. I'm small, nervous, and don't know what I'm doing. I'm not used to sending nudes, but I want to show my tiny dick, but I don't know where to start or how it all works. How's you, X? I see you on Reddit, though. Thought I'd say hi. (laughs) So then Alex goes... Hey, Tom, let me see your small wiener. Fast 
forward. Oh, wait, this is the best. All I'm seeing is screenshots of something like he couldn't get the small wiener photo and she goes, don't let it happen again. He goes, yes, mistress. <laughs> Alex goes, I want you to put your tiny dick under a microscope so I can see what it looks like and send me a video. He goes, I don't have a microscope. You go, you suck. So then tell <laughs> What else happened? So then he was like deciding instead of putting his dick under a microscope, he was going to put a cigarette in his fucking foreskin in his because, OK, this thing is so tiny. It's a tiny wiener. It is so tiny. It's a really tiny wiener. This is a video right here of him jerking off. <laughs> um, He said, I'm just rolling a cigarette after I will go to toilet and put on the panties because he wanted to dress up in women's underwear. <laughs> and I said, don't let it happen again. And oh, okay, that's the microscope. He goes, I could stick my roll up in my foreskin. You could see by the size of that and the lighter. So I was like, I guess. <laughs> he goes, what shall I light it? What shall I light it while it as in He's my- He's definitely not from the United States. No, he made no sense. But yeah, so he um, ended up rolling this tiny joint or a cigarette and then sticking it in the tip of his dick. I wish we could send this photo because I'm witnessing the photo of this guy's foreskin pulled up over the tip of the fucking cigarette. What <laughs> the- Fuck, you never sent me those videos. I'm seeing this is him lighting it. the cigarette oh, in his dick. My God. He's lighting. I wish I could post this, honestly, but we'd be banned from every form of social media for posting wiener photos. He's lighting the cigarette in the tip of his <laughs> foreskin. <laughs> Does he smoke it? Ew, Ew, it's got a hole. I can't see it. Oh there, my God. There's a oh my God. It's like, how did I would I have no words for this. <laughs> Like, I don't, I'm never speechless. This left me speechless. Oh. It's so tiny. It looks like the size of my thumb. Honestly, I think my thumb's bigger than that. And then he put on women's underwear. Oh my God, he's wearing a thong. <laughs> he's lighting the fucking cigarette on fire as he's wearing a women's song. Guys, this is the shit that we get ourselves in. And honestly, I'm not even surprised. It's like that one guy that was sending me videos of him with a, like a tub of coconut oil next to his bed and he was fingering his butthole with coconut oil. That is so disturbing. And I have no idea who this is to this date and he got my phone number for some reason. Like I wake up one morning and I get a good morning text and I was a little backstory. My friend logged on to a Tinder from my phone and we're driving to Salem. We're in Massachusetts and we're driving to Salem and I don't know what she's doing. She's like one of my best friends. So I just don't give a shit if she's on my cell phone. She's not going to do anything that's going to like get me in serious trouble. Right. So next thing I know, the next morning I get a picture and it's this like five foot wiener. I showed you the wiener. It yeah, was a pretty it's a nice decent wiener. wiener. It's a nice wiener. And I get a good morning text. And meanwhile, I'm on like the Orient Point Ferry coming home from Boston. I have no idea who this is. I get this big wiener giving me a good morning text. And honestly, I wasn't even mad about it at that point. I wouldn't have been. It, it was, was nice such a nice wiener. Yeah, it yeah. was such a good wiener. And I'm like, who is this? And he's like, oh, you were chatting and you gave me your phone number yesterday. I didn't. I guess my friend did. Fast forward, like two years later, he's still sending me random videos and photos of his wiener. 
And he sent me a video of him jerking off and he was fingering his butthole and he shoved like and his entire like like hand up his butt, his loose butthole, and he had a can of coconut oil next to it. I don't really think I talked to him after that that much. It was creepy. Wasn't that video creepy? That was weird. That, that was, was a odd. fucking weird video. Yeah, I don't know what would possess someone to do that. I don't know if they thought it was hot. Like, all, I'm all about like you jerking off on camera and like groaning. Those were kind of hot videos. But yeah. then the fingering the butthole one was that, disgusting. That was just odd. And then like with the coconut oil that you cook with, right? Like that's. <laughs> disgusting so my friends are like i can't look at coconut oil the same way ever again coconut oil bananas, bananas. and shot glasses <laughs> never shot looking glasses. at that the same <laughs> also chips on the floor chips on the floor <laughs> and your fucking dog psa to all guys if you send a girl a dick picture please don't have your dog in the fucking photo because it's weird and please vacuum Please vacuum. So we have one of my friends calling in. His name is Claude. Um, he is one of the dirtiest creatures I've ever met in my entire life. I love him to death. So if you are a little bitch and you don't want to be like skeeved out by sexual innuendos, then just turn this off right yeah, now. I was going to say you might want to listen to something different. Yeah, go listen to like your Holy Roller podcast. <laughs> So I want to give a big introduction to my friend Claude. Um, he has some wild stories for us. If the audio is a little off, bear with us. This is our first time calling in on anybody, but we hope you guys enjoy. Hello. Hey, Claude. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Claude, we are so excited to have you on our show. Disappointed but not surprised. Oh, yeah, man. I'm so excited to be here. I've listened to all of them. Have I'm, you I, I've, listened I've, to all of them? I've jerked off like a returned ape in a cage to both your voices like 30 times. Oh my God, that makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm not the only one either. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I just came across this horrible realization. Like, not not recently, but like when I was in my 20s, man. Okay. But like, uh, they, they, uh, my grandma had those at her house, man. She had those, uh, all of her furniture covered in plastic. Oh, yeah, so did mine. And I re oh, yeah, okay. I realized about, I guess it was in my early 20s, and I realized it wasn't because she was trying to protect the furniture from dust or people. She was a fucking power squirter. No! <laughs> my, my grandma was fucking old men on, on those couches, man, and she was a squirter. I guarantee it. <laughs> it was. How did you come to this realization? Fun. I uh, caught her one time, and and uh, and you know old people are horny. They fuck, man. That's like a huge issue in those old people, old folks' homes. Yeah, they get they each other diseases. Yeah, there's like they're gene those horny fuckers down. There's like one yeah. they have like the highest rate of like syphilis because it's an old folks' home, like of oh, old folks and they community. don't use condoms because they don't think that they can get pregnant, so they right. just like fuck raw, and they're all giving each other diseases. Right. That's right. That's oh, right. My then, God. Well, at least we have all those old men have that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> right. She, right. She had I, dementia. And she was walking around fucking everything, man. <laughs> so your grandma was a huge squirter, and you just found this out. Apparently, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a, it's a rough realization, man. <laughs> 
Oh, that's gonna be me and Alex in like thirty years oh, or hell fifty yeah. years. <laughs> like oh, walking yeah. around old oh. folks home with our titties out, just like slaying dick. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, you're giving me hard to all the men. <laughs> so Claude, <laughs> introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and uh we wanna know about all your fetish your fetishes. Okay. Um well um obviously my name's not Claude. Okay, but we were going to go by Claude because uh, I happen to work in a certain public service sector that wouldn't be too uh, uh, probably friendly with hearing about me um, and all of my horrific things that turned me on and made me hard and all of the horrible things that I've done in pursuit of that hardness. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, it doesn't interfere with me effectively executing my job. Let me just put it that way. It just makes it so that I volunteer for all of the vice positions. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, um, I'm, uh, I'm not, I mean, I have some fetishes, but I mean, I'm more obsessed with like, uh, like with people with fetishes, you know, yeah, and what yeah. makes them tick and like what, I want to find out what, what uncle diddled them that made them want to pursue, you know, like, you know, sticking their dick in a white sock or whatever it is that makes them, you know, makes them happy. I want to, you know, I want to get to the core of it. I want you know, I'm, I'm obsessed with finding out like, like, uh, oh, this guy likes to fucking, you know, dip panties while he jerks off and use them as a masturbatory gas mask, you know, like. <laughs> you? <laughs> uh, what, what, what transsexual raped him in college? Uh, I mean, so what, his friend, I mean, this happened to his friend, right? His friend. <laughs> but, no, but uh but yeah, man, there's um uh there's this one that's really creeping me out and uh I it, it, I read about it a couple I guess it was a couple years ago. They had this this dude and it made um national headlines and the guy was like known for um sneaking out he would I think it was in Colorado you break into uh, retail places and fuck all the mannequins. Do they even have a hole? Like, I don't understand how you fuck a mannequin. I don't either, man. You I don't know if you just dry hopping them or what. Yeah, you have, to, you yeah. have to drill a hole. Well, that's like that, that photo that we saw the other day of the guy fucking the Voldemort. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've jerked off. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. But then- <laughs> Yeah, it would, they call it agalmatophilia is, is the, the actual fetish for fucking these mannequins. And it, it put, like, all the uh, media outlets all rushed. I mean, they fought each other to have the the hilarious headline about, you know, fifth sentence for mannequin fucker or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, you know they, all, they all had some kind of, like, you know, play on words with the, with the guy who was caught fucking the mannequins. But, but um... Uh, you know, it's weird because I feel like people who are, and hey, I'm all for a chick pissing on me, okay? Let me just put it out there. I, there's a, and I'm going to fight to the fucking death to eat it with anybody who claims that piss and squirt are two different things. I mean, or that, or that are one, one, the same they're thing. They're not one thing. They're squirt totally are, two separate things. Exactly. Wait, tell us how you right. know, because I know how you know, but Alex doesn't know how you know. Tell us everything. Okay, well, uh, Okay, I fucking love women who squirt. I, it's like a, I, 
couldn't be turned on more by anything else. Your grandma. Okay, so... <laughs> Oddly enough, I'm I'm getting a little filled up right now thinking about it. But <laughs> no, man. Uh, uh, okay, so I had this girlfriend in this this motel, and uh, we were I was going down there, and she was squirting my face, and I'm just drinking straight from the tap, man, just getting it all over me. I'm fucking loving it, man, swimming in it. And then uh, she, uh, uh, you know, she was. We fucked all night long, and then um, she was a little dehydrated. You know, she's like, "I don't know if we can, you know, if I can keep doing this." So I'm like, "All right, well, you know." So we we drank a little, you know, drank a little more, had a couple of beers, and and uh, and then we were all tired and fucking half drunk and half coming to. And she goes, um, "I got to pee," and I said, "Well, I was like, just piss all over me, man. I'm gonna." let's just do this. Let's fucking get this out there once and for all. And she's like, what? And I said, yeah, man. I, you know, all these people I was seeing that piss is the same thing as squirt. I'm like, no, let's, let's fucking figure this out. She's like, all right. So she, I go, no, no, no. I open my mouth like I'm fucking evil, Knievel jumping into, you know, jumping over buses, man, with my mouth open, wide open. She pissed in my mouth. It's not the fucking same. <laughs> Squirt is delicious and fluffy and tastes like, you know, clouds and, and sugarcane rainbows. No, but, uh, but piss is horrible. So I know it's, it's totally different. But. Oh, my God. That is actually <laughs> amazing. Wait, did you lay a tarp down or no? You just, like, let it all go away. Fuck no. It was a hotel. Oh, true. Oh, okay. Those poor <laughs> cleaning ladies that have to deal with the sheets after you're done with the hotel. Oh, uh, no, man. I know. I can't even imagine some of the things they find, like chocolate-covered cucumbers and weird shit. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> what happened in there? Wait, did you ever <laughs> fuck somebody with a chocolate-covered cucumber? No. No. Would you? Well, Would you? you said, <laughs> no. No, I'm just teasing, man. No, no, I'm not a... Um, no, but I did take this... I had this one girlfriend that loved the fucking adult bookstores, and we went to this one uh, like adult movie theater one time, and there was a there was a fucking zucchini or something on the floor in there, you know, that sticky floor, and I was like, God, I just been in someone's ass. <laughs> I can honestly say oh, that if anything... My God. <laughs> I, man, if, if I were ever more sure of anything in my life, it was with that fucking zucchini had been in someone's asshole. <laughs> but wait, it was just lying on the floor of a bookstore? Just laying there on the floor. And well, you know it was it a, was a adult theater. butthole? Yeah, I'm sure. Well, what else would it that's, What else would it have been there for? Honestly, I'm not even surprised. Someone's lunch. It's someone's <laughs> lunch. It's like a guy. <laughs> we spoke about this before we called you about this one guy that was texting my friend and sending her pictures like he was trying to get her back and he was sending her pictures doing yoga poses with a banana shoved up his asshole <laughs> and like the oh funniest part was that it wasn't even in his house she's like this isn't his house who's the fuck house is he in when there's bananas shoved up his butt and then the banana like fell on the floor and he started doing like different like like barrel roll poses and shit like that <laughs> why would he possibly think that would get her back no, i don't because, know no i think because she was like 
he was like, I'll do anything. And she's like, okay, take a picture with the banana shoved banana up, shoved your, up your butthole. And he did it. And he did it. And oh. he sent it to her. And he, and then we were like, oh my God. And she's like, that's not his house. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something somebody would do on a three-day meth bender. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> he was a fucking weirdo. He probably was on a three-way meth bender, three-day meth bender. But like, <laughs> yeah. I want to like take bets on if he put the banana back on um, in the fruit basket or threw it out. Like, oh, he right. ate it, it or put it back. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh! I'll send you the picture after we hang up. You're gonna be obsessed with it. Like I have a couple of the pictures with him with the banana shoved up his butthole still. <laughs> God, that's that's some good uh, extortion uh, uh, security there. Except his face is in, co- in it because his hair is long, so his face is like covering the photo, or his hair is like oh, covering man. his face in the photo. <laughs> Wait, tell us more stories about you. We want to hear everything. Um. Okay. Let's see. I got notes here. I made notes. Um, <laughs> okay. So, You're so prepared. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, one of the things, uh, one of my fetishes, okay, there's, um, first of all, let me just say this, I don't have a friend or an acquaintance whose house I've been in, whose spouse I have not stolen a pair of her panties. <laughs> they okay, know? they don't know, of course. Oh. No, fuck, no, they don't know, but man, I'm like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom, I was just wondering, like, what are you doing up here? I was just going to the bathroom, he's like, the bathroom's fucking downstairs, what are you doing up here? And I'm like, I'm uh, just looking for the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, stuffing panties in my pocket. And, uh, yeah, so I had this uh, neighbor, and she's like, oh, my God. And I'm telling you here and now, I have fucked some of the ugliest, fattest wildebeest on this fucking planet. <laughs> okay? And I am not, a, I'm sort of ashamed of it, but not really, because, man, I have fucked, I went quantity for quality, quantity instead of quality for so long. And uh, and I have fucked disgusting piles of flesh that I thought might have an opening somewhere, and I just humped it until I split it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and they're looking at me like, "Oh, you remember that? Oh, you know, <laughs> and uh, so um, so anyway, I, I was uh, uh, so I get this hot neighbor, and she was going out of town. And she's like, hey, can you feed my dog for me? I'm like, fuck, yes, I had dreamt of this moment. You know, because never, she never really invited me to her house before. It was always kind of just like I'm grilling in the front yard, and she's, you know, leaving for work or whatever. And uh, and she's some kind of, I don't know if she's a personal trainer, but she's always wearing black yoga pants. Oh, my God. So, um, so anyway, um, I, she goes out of town. I go and feed the dog. First thing I fucking do, I don't even look at the dog food. I'm straight to the bedroom, sifting through her panties, sniffing them, putting them on my face. I'm, I couldn't even lay down fast enough to jerk off. I'm standing there, pants around my ankles, fucking just cranking off like a jacking machine, fucking sniffing panties on my face, coming all over the fucking drawer like a water sprinkler <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah so um but I, I i pray she didn't have one of those like Cameras. uh you know yeah like a teddy cam teddy bear cam or something like a nanny cam and if she oh did, my and, god wait she did no if she did who cares 
when I'm watching it. Did you, <laughs> you clean know? up the cum on the drawer or no? Fuck no. What's <laughs> fun with that? I, every day she wears panties. Some of the every day when she walks out, I'm looking at her thinking, you know, she just might get herpes from those panties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. I don't have herpes. <laughs> that you know of. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I haven't specifically been tested, but let's just say I haven't had any you know, blisters on my wieners, so let's <laughs> go with that. Hey, did you jerk off in her used panties, like the dirty pile, or you went to the clean pile? Oh, I went to the clean pile because the dirty, believe me, the first thing I wanted to do was the dirty pile, right? Because, you know, I'm one of those fucking twisted perverts that will fucking pay Okay, I was led on for four fucking years by this one chick from Craigslist. I used to buy her panties off of Craigslist. And she would always bait me, being like, okay, next time we're going to meet in person and, you know, I'll, I'll take them off for you right there and hand them to you. She used this fucking bullshit to bait me along for four years. <laughs> I spent, I don't even know how much money on fucking buying used panties from this bitch. She would, it was 25 bucks. And that's the thing. You know, a, a nice pair of panties from, you know, like a decent pair of panties are more than $25. And this bitch is selling them wholesale for 25 Do You know, these are like Target panties. These are like fucking, you know, she's, she's buying, these are Fruit of the Looms, not fucking, um, you know, Victoria's Secret. Secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And, uh, and so she, uh, and she would, Beat me like, um, hey, uh, uh, you know, I, I can't meet now because, you know, I'm, I'm here with my boyfriend, but um, go ahead and PayPal me the money and uh, and I'll send them to you. And then she was mailing them to me. And this bitch has my home address because that's how big of a fucking idiot I am when I have a boner. Okay, <laughs> so I'm like, just mail them to me. And, and, and I didn't even take the time to get a PO box. I didn't have to sit to a friend's house. No, man, my fucking address. So, so, uh, you know, I don't know if she's, I, I don't know. And I'm the best she is. So what? I mean, you know what she got to do? Come fucking see me. Great. That's what I've been shooting for for fucking four years. <laughs> That's true. So, You'd probably jerk yeah. off in her eye and say, thank you. I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, uh, I think it turned out to be a dude. And, uh, I think it was just some, yeah, I think it was just some dude selling panties. I don't even think either he wore them or somebody else wore them to get him like, you know, get that gamey smell but fucking um I, i'm convinced now that i look back at it it wasn't a chick that i was conversing well i have a confession i have two confessions so when alex okay. and i started our our panty selling journey which you know about yeah we put craigslist ads in your town hoping that you'd be one of our buyers <laughs> oh man i would dude, i'm surprised I, I didn't see it holy shit <laughs> Now, the new Craigslist is called Double List. Oh. You have to go to Double List. DoubleList.org. Because that's, you know, they shut down Craigslist because of the human trafficking. Yeah. And, uh, they, uh, and so the, they shut down the, the, the adult personal. So everyone went to this, this one called Double List. And Double List has no rules. Oh, and it's free. Hey, there we go. Oh, all right. We're going to be on it. We're putting our panties on Double List in your area. So. Dude, you will be a fucking, you will make some serious money overnight. Um, oh, there, and, and the, what's crazy is like, you'll see the same people that advertise for Craigslist for years and you'll see them there on double list. Oh shit. And 
you know, like all the fucking hookers and all the tranny hookers and all, I mean, they're all the same people that just moved over to a double list. Because it's more and, legal uh, and you can actually like <clears throat> put more things on it. Cause I get flagged pretty quick for all my Craigslist things. Like when I put my ex yeah. on Craigslist, like male searching for male activity partner, I got flagged. I mean, it was up there for a few hours, but then they all got flagged and taken down. All of our foot photo right. things got flagged and taken down within a few hours. Yep. But the problem with Craigslist is sure. everybody wants to meet. They don't want to just like ma- have us mail the panties and we didn't want to be like a right. So. The one, the one, the safest one, you got to be the, you, okay, the one you're going to make the money on a Craigslist or something like that is like the Hasidic Jew or like the hardcore uh, Muslim that, that they're, they're like going to just boil themselves with regret anyway <laughs> by doing this. And, and they don't want to actually meet because that would just be like way over the line, but eventually their obsessions are going to drive them to that. Yeah, you know, to where they 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 want it, but they're you could string them along for fucking months, I'm sure. You well, know, and then and then they'd be like, oh. we put ads out in like Utah and shit because we wanted. Oh to get yeah, the polygamous community because they're so like I guess I don't know. I mean, I feel like those people must have weird fetishes, and we put them all. They in have Utah. to, but we got no bites from Utah. Or they got flagged pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, we tried this for oh, a few months. Good. My second, um, yeah. my second confession to you is that it might have been a guy because my entire gym at boxing, like one of my coaches was like, oh man, let's do it. All of all the guys wear the thongs during boxing matches so they get all funky and stenchy. And then I'll yeah. put that shit in the mail. I and mean, the guys actually never did it because nobody's really bought anything except for like socks from us and like fake pictures. But, um, but yeah, no, like it definitely could have been a dude. Now, I may or may know somebody who goes into laundromats and kind of scopes out who the who the best of the worst is because you know it's the it's the worst in there. It's the dregs of humanity. Oh yeah. And and like I'm looking in there and I'll see like the one who's the chick who's like the best of the worst. And then if she leaves for fucking two and a half seconds, I am in that dryer faster than a. Man, I am. I've got handfuls of her fucking underwear, and I'm out. Wait, I love it. You're like, I may or may not know somebody, and it's totally me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I mean, I, I do know him. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, you could like make face masks out of fucking used panties that you stole during Corona time right now, and just wear them. Yes, like it. I like it. Like so I need yeah. to know, where do you keep these panties? That your girlfriend doesn't see Yeah, them. that's what... I- well, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a, a bachelor, man. My girlfriend never, ever comes to my place. Oh, really? Never. I mean, she's, we've been together like fucking two years. She doesn't even have a clue about any of this stuff. But, um, yeah, we've been together like two years. And she just, she's been to my place maybe twice, three times. What? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she makes a lot more money than I do. She's got a huge, beautiful house, so there's no reason for her whatsoever to go to my place. Oh, my God. You're having me, bro. So, yeah. what's yeah. going to happen? Like, are you going to move in with her? What are you going to do with the panties? I don't know, man. I can't just get rid of them. 
you have you know they've got too many memories and be like be be like i have a safe for my gun and just put them all in a safe and just like not let her near it and have this entire vault and then when she finds the vault she's gonna call you a psychopath and break up with you Right. Or you yeah. can just anonymously mail them back to everyone you took them from. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be, that'd be, that'd be like, tough, man. Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be so tough. And, uh, yeah, so I would send it. Uh, um, I, well, I'd just bar- I'll just bag them up and mail them to you, and then you can continue with your uh, Craigslist and Doublelist uh, entrepreneurial spirit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, okay, sounds good. <laughs> Make sure they're yeah. crusty. People pay extra for like crusty. Everybody's like, let me see your gusset. And they all want to make sure that <laughs> gusset's like really Which crusty. I didn't even know that was a term. I had to look up what gusset was. Yeah. Some guys like show me your gusset. Just go in the bathroom and Yep. That is like the worst like 1830s term I've ever heard. Yep. And then they want it like really crusty and like disgusting and they don't buy it unless it's crusty. I'm like, this is fucking gross and I'm not showing you a gusset. And a lot of them are like, "Uh, I want your man to fuck you and then have the cum drip out of you into the panties and then mail them to me. Oh, yeah. So Alex had a whole bin full of them like ready to be mailed out and then nobody ever forked over the money. You're kidding. No. no. Oh, my God. I can't even tell okay. you how many conversations I have entertained with these fucking losers for not one person to ever send the money. Yeah. It's always the same story. Oh, You're I'm kidding. broke. Yeah. And then we'll be like, you broke I've ass spent- bitch. Yeah. yeah. I've spent thousands of dollars in my life. I can't imagine somebody not doing it. Why would you fucking tease yourself like that? And then That's they horrible. say, I want to meet you. And then we're like, no, no meeting. And they're like, thanks for wasting my time. Why the fuck would I yeah. buy some stuff yeah. off of line? And I'm like, I don't know. You're bro. Like responding to the fucking message, Yeah, bro. you're the creepo by <laughs> your computer shit. jerking off, like wanting to sniff panties anyway. I'm not going to do it in person. Oh, my gosh. And they think that they have the conversational skills that are so fucking spot on <laughs> that they're going to say, hey, what are you doing? Um, send me your panties and you're going to be like, holy fuck, I got to meet you. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Yep. One guy was pushing us and offered us $10,000 to bang him just once. And we're like, hell no, we're not hookers, man. We're just trying to make a little side living by selling panties. Like Jesus. Yeah. Right. 10 grand. Right. I wish I could have hired somebody to bang him for 10 grand and then I would have split the difference because I'm sure any prostitute would have went and banged him for $5,000 and I would have put her at bay and then what? I would have gotten five grand. She would have gotten five grand. I Dude, can't do that. Go to You get one for 300 <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell us about this? the dingleberry person because I heard oh, yeah. that Alex doesn't know that whole story. Okay, well, um, and this isn't, I mean, this, this isn't like a, a shocker, like, you know, like this isn't going to end with like, you know, oh, this fucking midget, oh, you know, it's just nothing like, oh, you know, over the top or anything, but um, I, I dated this chick in college, man, and she was a, she was a, uh, a she called herself a born-again virgin. Okay. Okay, so she uh, apparently had like, uh, fucked her way through the fucking bus station in high school and she got to college she's like um we, that, none of that counted I'm a virgin okay, so how do you do of that? Course, you can't do that I, 
I don't know, man. She, God, she, that was the least of her problems. But, um, so, so of course, of course, I'm the first guy she dates after this whole, like, life reinvention. And, uh, and so, um, I was, you know, she wouldn't even kiss me goodnight. She's like, uh, and then she started, it started feeling like I was in some kind of 1800s courtship. Like, she would, I'd lean in to kiss her and she'd be like, oh no, you must buy me a sarsaparilla first. You know, I mean, it was like, you know, it was ridiculous, you know, and, and I was getting a little irritated, but at the same time, I was so fucking like challenged, right? Like it was, this was the ultimate challenge. Like I have got to get to this. It's probably the best pussy that any man could possibly consider having. Like it, it's, it's going to be made of silk and gold. Uh, it, it, you know, I can't get to it. I can't even kiss this chick after three dates. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's like, oh my god, it, it's got to be made of pure cocaine. The labia made of pure cocaine. <laughs> so, I, I, um, I'm, uh, uh, so you know, we we date a little bit, and so we go back to my place. This is in College Station, Texas, man. So this is a uh, Texas A and M University. There's not a lot of kinky shit going on at Texas A and M. Okay, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very conservative Caltown, you know, uh, uh, very agricultural school. So, um, every you know, bars close at one o'clock in the morning. You know, you, you can't buy liquor after. I mean, whatever. It's just a, uh, just a very conservative place. So there's not a whole lot of things you can do to like, you know, I can't. It's not like I could take her to a burlesque show and then prime the pumps there a little bit. You know what I mean? I can't like. I couldn't, you know, get her drunk and be like, hey, let's go to the strip club. You know, I, I heard chicks love the strip club. And, oh, you know, and then there are a few drinks. She's like, I've got a strip club. So, couldn't do that. That wasn't working. Mainly, they didn't have a strip club up there. But um, none of that was working. And, uh, Sorry, we have dogs barking in the background. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, we get back to my place. Um, you know, she had one margarita, so she was, you know, that's all she would ever have. And so she's a little loopy, not, you know, not drunk by any means, but so I start kind of massaging her shoulders and we're, and we're watching TV and I turn the TV off. I put on, you know, my go-to back at the time was, uh, uh, Sade, you know, that was like, the, Oh yeah. Oh, yes, I love that I song. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, so I've got her on the, the um, uh, couch and, I started like massaging her back. She's laying on her stomach, and uh, and so I, I kind of pull her shirt up, and she didn't resist. So I'm like, yeah. So I get the shirt up, and then she kind of lifts her arms and lets me take her shirt off. Of course, she's got this disgusting, ugly fucking sports bra on. Couldn't be anything less sexy. But um, and so I'm like going under, and uh, and she's like, oh no, 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 that's got to stay on. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. This chick's getting jerked off on either way, okay? <laughs> either way at this point. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm rubbing her. And you know how most massages start? It's like, you know, it's like tickle the feet, rub the calves, tickle, tickle thighs, eating the ass, eating the pussy from behind. Yep, it fast like, forward straight in. quick, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So I have these jorts in the way. No, you're <laughs> jorts. No, no, she was. She oh, was in these oh. mom jean shorts. And, uh, and so I'm trying to get up in there, man, like, you know, blow her ass. She's, she's wiggling and wiggling and she's just, you know, moaning a little bit. And I'm, I'm thinking, this is fucking it, man. This is it. I haven't even kissed this chick yet. The fucking massage worked. I'm going downtown to 
fucking funky town right now without even kissing this chick. So I'm thinking, you know, I, this is all a big challenge anyway. So I'm thinking I'm on the top of the world here. So I started to pull the jeans down. She's wearing these fucking, believe it or not, pretty sexy panties. And um, I get to, she's like, no, no, no. She's fighting me. And, I, and I'm starting, you know, still pulling. And we're playing tug of war with the jeans. Finally, she lets go. And I slide them off slowly. And um, so then I, I'm, you know, using my palms. And I'm like running them up her hamstrings. And I'm spilling oil all over her, man. Like pouring it just everywhere. And, uh, and I'm rubbing it in there. And she's moaning. And she's like kind of on her hand, on her knees at this point. Just kind of grinding my my palms into her own hamstrings, like her, her pelvis was just wiggling. At this point, I'm thinking, she's got to be gushing at this point. I'm looking for the soaking part of her panties. Like, I'm looking square into the butthole taint area. And, and I'm looking, man. I'm, I'm thinking, this is going to be great. And I started to kind of see, I'm like, whoa. Fuck, man, she is not shaved. She has no, like, no maintenance whatsoever um, on her ass crack, right? I'm like, She's got a hairy ass, and and I'm and I'm rubbing my ass. At this point, I've got a fucking steel cutting boner, so it's like you don't even think about that. It's like it could be a man's ass at that point. You're just, you know, I, I wouldn't even, it's like it wouldn't even slow me down. And uh, and I'm like later, and I'm thinking to myself later, this is gonna gross me out when I think about this. And uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm still like massaging, pushing in that those hamstrings. Working the inside of her thighs, and I'm just like slowly and methodically massaging in circles. I'm going, I'm getting closer and closer. And so at, at that point, I just reached up with both hands, dug my fingers into the uh, waistband of her panties, and just fucking pulled them off. Okay, one motion. So now she didn't fight it. She's naked. She's lubed up. I mean, I've got half a bottle of baby oil at this point. Fucking baby oil everywhere. Ruin the curtains, ruining the couch. I don't give a fuck. I'm still slathering the shit on. I'm thinking I'm going fucking hardcore balls deep from behind. Is you know, and, and I'm picturing it. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna at this point, I'm gonna crawl on top of her and I'm gonna slide it in, and then it's just gonna that's it, and then it's over. So um, I start the massage and I look down in her ass crack, in that hairy ass crack. I see the entire family of these little. <laughs> chocolate dingleberries. I don't know what the fuck, who taught her how to do her paperwork, okay, but it was horrendous. And, and I, I stopped in mid-stroke, and I was like, I can't believe I'm seeing there's shit, there's balls of shit all over her ass, like in her ass. And I, and I, and I was, and she's like, Oh yeah, it's going on. Oh, so, you know, and grinding. And I'm like, no, no. And, and, no, yeah. And, I'm, and I was in a real fucking uh, a split in the mode in my life. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? I've done much worse. You know, I've, I've done much worse at that point. But I was like, but this is really fucking kind of gross. You know, just little disgusting. Yeah, these are like. Dingleberries, man. These aren't like remnants of toilet paper. These are balls of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, man, so I just kind of used my thumbs and I'm like, fucking. So I just, I just went for the goal. I pulled my dick out and I just started fucking patting it on her ass crack. And I was like, okay, don't look at dingleberries. Don't look at dingleberries. <laughs> and I started to push it in 
And she's like, oh, no, what are you doing? We can't do this. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I pushed you too far. Oh, God. That couldn't have been your worst moment in life, though. Is that one of your worst sexual experiences? No. Or have you had worse? Not even close. Not even close, close, man. Dude, the the one moment that made me reevaluate my entire life was, uh, okay, (laughs) I had had gone, my best friend and I had gone to, um, this this kind of is coming up scale bar. Uh, in downtown Houston. Um, and I met this unbelievably hot chick, especially for me, because I'm the one, I call them 155ers. Okay, down here, the, the bar closes at 2 o'clock and at 2 a.m. So I'm the master of finding at 155 a.m., I find the fattest, fucking horniest girl in the place and I take her home every time. And they're called 155ers. <laughs> so, because you got five minutes, man. And, and my, you're not looking at each other. He's like, it's 155. You got five fucking minutes. <laughs> and so, and, and so, uh, um, actually, this shit wasn't even 155. She was actually hot and like, she was into me, man. We were, you know, she, we were, we were getting along great. And, uh, so she's like, uh, why don't you, you know, why don't you come back to my place? And I was like, uh, okay, twist my arm, you know? So, uh, she took me back to this fucking beautiful high rise, man. Very, very expensive, high-dollar place in a real high-area, high-dollar area town. Um, and we walked in. There's a dorm in there and everything. And um, she's like, uh, uh, I live on the 17th floor. And I was like, oh, man, badass. I'm thinking, I'm going to be fucking this beautiful chick with, like, an incredible view of the city, right, on this patio. Um, so we get up to her place. She's got this beautifully decorated, um, like, two-bedroom, just a, just a badass place in, in this really expensive high rise and uh and so i'm looking around and i was like that's really like it's odd it's almost like a like a like a model home like you know it didn't look quite lived in like there weren't any pictures anywhere and like the the uh the bed spread looked like it was just out of the uh plastic you know like it was like it just bought it <laughs> you know like the, the sheets still had creases in them for me new and folded up and uh and I'm looking at it, I was like, this is kind of odd that I was at the same time, I was fucked up, I was drunk, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to be fucking this chick on the patio anyway, you know, on the balcony looking over the city. Ooh, that'd be so, kind of hot. Um, right, yeah. So, uh, um, went into the bedroom, she's got this fucking, I've never seen anything like it. It was an enormous fucking life-size birdcage. Okay, and it was hanging so from the weird. ceiling. <laughs> and I'm sitting there wondering, first of all, how the fuck did she get it to the doorway? And I remember thinking that, like, this thing is like six feet in diameter, and it's hanging from the ceiling. I was like, she had to have, like, brought this in at pieces and installed it in here. And, uh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And she's like, uh, do you like my bed? And I was like, yeah, it reminds me of fucking I Dream of Genie. Wait, and, her bed uh, was and, the birdcage? Well, yeah, it was all padded inside, you know, and it had all these pillows and everything in it. Oh, and, um, and I was my like, God, that's so weird. Yeah, and I was, there were beds in the in the apartment, you know, but they, but this was like a specifically like where she slept. And um, and I and I crawled. She was like, uh, she was like, okay, go ahead, take your clothes off and and crawl in and wait for me. And I said, okay. <laughs> and I'm thinking. God, this is just too easy, man. What, Did you fuck? think that that so, moment, like, you were possibly going to be murdered, or no? You were just like, all right, I'm in. 
Dude, my dick was so hard. I wouldn't have even known if I were. She could have pulled out a chainsaw at that point. I wouldn't have even thought anything was wrong. Oh, my God. That's like a hard scene movie. Like like the the bird cage in there. Yeah, so I crawl in there. And I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. And I'm kind of making it swing. You know, I'm like leaning back and forth, making it go back and forth. And uh, she was, don't do that. And, and I, I said, oh, okay, all right. And so she says, I'm going to go get ready. Uh, I'll be right back. She goes to the bathroom. And she comes back. And she changed into, like, workout clothes. Like, she's got sweat. And I'm like, all right. Uh, I think I'm still getting laid. And uh, she closed the fucking door locked it, grabbed my pants, and fucking left. What? <laughs> so, yeah, and I was like, what? What the fuck? And, and so I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm oh, and I'm swinging on this, you know, this fucking birdcage. I don't have any clothes on, I'm buck naked. And, uh, and so, um, I was down, she left my shirt, um, and, uh, but she had, uh, like, she had my, my phone, my wallet, everything. No, and, you uh, robbed. Not really. I, I mean, I was thinking, I was like, is she robbed me? And I, and I, I look, you know, I'm, so I started swinging the fucking birdcage so I could see out into the hallway. And I swung out the hallway and I saw my wallet on the floor. Oh, she just like, like, and, and then, Yeah, just like, I guess it fell out of my pants pocket when she stole my pants. And, um, and I was like, Fuck, man, but she, but at the time, back then, this is when it, it was like they had the big giant phones, you know, the yeah. big Nokia fucking giant phone. Yeah. And, uh, but she had my phone, and I was, uh, I was like, what the fuck, man? So I ended up breaking out of this thing. I had to break the door off to get out of this fucking thing, and I oh, felt kind of bad about it. She locked you in there. She locked you actually in the whole yeah. cage. And then left. And then oh. left the apartment. And then left the apartment. My God. So, so I called out, I keep in mind, it's just me and my dick and balls at this point. I just, she had my, she had my, my underwear, my boxers that she had taken with my pants. So all I had was this t-shirt and my socks. And I'm like, look, I'm like dick and balls and t-shirt, which is like the worst fucking look on a guy. Right. And so I started looking through all of her drawers, trying to find something I could wear. Nothing. She didn't drawers have sheets all on empty. the bed? Oh yeah, there were sheets on the bed. And then uh, that's ultimately what I used was a, a fucking the sheet off the of one of the beds, and I wrapped it around me, and I fucking grabbed my wallet, and I uh, started you know going. I walked out, I looked out the the hallway, nobody was there, um, and I uh, you know some went around with my fucking uh, wrapped up in this this sheet, and uh, I get down to the to the uh, to the lobby, and the dude, the doorman at the fucking lobby, coincidentally was my friend from high school. From high school. Stop and it. Like, and, no, and this guy completely on the side of town. So I go, fucking Brian? He goes, God, what are you doing here? And I said, uh, dude, and, and, and I'm, I said, I don't even know where to start. He goes, oh, no, no, not 1711. And I go, uh, yeah, 1711. The chick is 1711. He goes, oh, man, she's a fucking crazy chick. She does this every fucking week. Oh, it's like a thing she does. Oh my God. And she just booked yeah. out. But you could probably it's find just, out who it is, right? Like, oh, yeah, I did. Know I, where she like, lives. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know exactly who she is. She's a big socialite. You, you see her in the paper all the time. Oh, or, like, club opening stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, uh, and so I had to call my friend to come get me. I was like, dude, you're not going to believe this. I was like, can you stop by my house and buy, grab some jeans? 
And uh, <laughs> he's like, what? Where's your pants? I was like, you don't even, I, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> and she had your cell phone too. Would you think she does yeah, it as just like some revenge tactic or she thinks it's like a game? I don't know, man. Um, but my buddy, the doorman told me she does it every fucking week and that she's, um, she's not, she's, she's certifiably crazy, but she's, a uh, lives out of a trust fund. She's got like old oil money and her family does. And they own a couple of fucking uh, places in there. And, and, uh, they just kind of pay to keep her there. She actually lives on a different floor in a whole different, uh, unit. So she's and, got two um, levels and one level's just the birdcage and the other level's just, where she lives. Yeah, it was like a model home with a giant fucking birdcage in it. And it was weird. Oh, and, uh, my God. That's yeah. so bizarre. People are so it's weird. Bizarre. And, of course, you yeah. got trapped in the birdcage. Like, that uh, doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> if it was going to happen to anybody, it was going to happen to me. And, and that uh, was, like, your low point in life. At that point, yeah, I'm, I was like, man, you know what? I've been fucking tearing up some pussy, but it's like been horrible pussy, and I, I just need to maybe get some standards or something. And that's when, uh, that's when I never listened to myself, and I still don't have standards. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell us the cantaloupe story. Oh, um, okay. I don't so, know the whole cantaloupe story, and I heard about it from somebody else in our group, but Alex has no idea about this, and we I want to hear the full thing. Well, I just, uh, the whole thing is, okay, when I was in college, I had this roommate, my best friend, we lived in this one-bedroom, one-bat shithole, okay? It was fucking horrible. Um, it was where all the, the, the uh, foreign exchange students lived, and, um, so those fuckers were like, they would ride a purple tricycle to school in the rain. I mean, they, they, they're not going to miss school. And, uh, and they, and so we lived there, but, um, you know, so it was very ethnic and it was very like low income and, and it was just a terrible place. It was a gross apartment. And, uh, so I had this thing I called the jolly drawer, right? We had this, this chest of drawers, this, this set of drawers. And, um, uh, one of the drawers in it, I kept all these like crazy sex toys. And, uh, like, I had a deep throat sleeve, a double-sided jelly dong, some fucking uh, blow-up dolls when blow-up dolls were horrible. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and I just had, you know, I just collect, you know, lubes and weird shit. And, um, and so, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I got another story kind of starting that. Okay, okay. So, I was, so I was I was dating this hot fucking swimmer, okay? This chick that was a swimmer for the, um, for the college. And uh, she's platinum blonde, just smoking hot and she was like this weird hybrid mormon like she she was like a, she was a mormon she was supposed to go to byu like all the good mormons do but she didn't um she's kind of like fucked the system or whatever and so she was all fucked up in the head you know she was torn like you know emotionally and anyway of course so i seek her out i'm gonna fucking date this one so um <laughs> so i was fucking her well then my friend walks in, my roommate, and um, and she's like, "Hey, let's have a three way with with your your friend." And I was like, uh, "All right, you know, me and my friend had fucking done like thirty three ways at this point, and uh, we almost had it down to science. So we we called it the lumberjack, you know, like uh, oh, we're gonna lumberjack this chick, and that oh, means you know, each of you God. grab a side of saw. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so weird. and uh, so. 
We thought this shit all I wanted. This is a girl I dated. This wasn't just some, well, she was a horror, of course, but she, this wasn't just some horror I picked up that night. I mean, I had been actually dating this one. And uh, so, so we fucked all I wanted. I remember uh, he reached in the fucking jolly drawer and he grabbed this oil-based lube that was smelled like grape jelly. And it was oil-based. And I said, hey, don't get the oil-based stuff. Man, that's football. Come on. I said, get the water-based stuff. And he goes, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm just, and, and, you know, he's in the middle. Yeah, he, he just needed a loop. Of course he grabs that shit. So it made this fucking horrible mess. So um, we're laying there after hours of fucking. My friend had already fell asleep and left and gone to work. So it's just she and I in the bed. And, um, and uh, it started to smell like, like when I was fucking her, like it just dripped down into my ass. And it just smelled like wet ass and sex. And it was just fucking grape jelly. It was horrible. It was like this humid, filthy cloud that was just raining fuck all over the room. And, uh, and I knew it was me. Like, I knew it was me. <laughs> and uh, and I, I was like, how am I going to do this? And so I looked over and I go, what, what's that smell? And she goes, I was going to ask you that. What's that smell? I was like, I don't know, but you better go fucking take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, oh my god, it's me. And she jumped up and ran and took a shot in the meantime. I'm like, trying to clean off my ass with dirty clothes. I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm pouring half Dr. Pepper down my fucking ass crack trying to clean everything up. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. She was in the only bathroom. And, uh, uh, so anyway, I had to try it. So it comes out. So we had this huge party and we lived like a hundred feet from the only real dance club there in that town. And, uh, and so after the dance club closed at 1 a.m., we'd always say, hey, party at our place because we're like 100 feet away. And, uh, and we had these massive, you know, after club parties. And um, so everybody's in my place. It's a shithole. It's a one bedroom, one bath. People are doing all kinds of crazy shit in there. And I hear some chick in the bedroom, like, freaking out and screaming for her friends. Then I hear all these people laughing and, like, guffawing, and I couldn't believe apparently they found the fucking jolly drawer. And, uh, so, yeah, and I remember this chick's holding up a double-sided jelly dong and it's shaking back and forth. (laughs) Like, you know, like one of those door stopper things, those springs. And, um, and she's like, what the fuck is this? This is disgusting. And, uh, and I looked around and everybody's looking at me and then, um, she goes, oh my God. She pulls out this fucking, um, deep throat sleeve and it was like this latex mouth. And that's all it was, was a nose and mouth. And you put your dick in the mouth and you jerked off with it. And it had all these ticklers inside the throat area. And, um, and she was like, what the fuck is this? And, and people are like halfway torn between being pissed and being like, you know, what, what fucking sounds of the lamb's fucking apartment are we in? And, um, and then she pulled out the fucking, um, um, the, the, uh, um, love doll. And it was a bad look. It was one of those like cartoon-looking ones, like the old ones. Yeah. And um, she, she's like, "Oh my, do you fuck this?" And at this point, there's like a hundred people there, and they're all. It's like it's like the record skit, like ah. And it was like <laughs> quiet, and everybody's in there, and they're like, "What the fuck, man?" And everybody's looking at me. I looked over at my roommate, and his name was uh, was Mike, and I went, "Mike, <laughs> what the fuck is that, man?" And he got fucking. He says, what the fuck, man? That's yours. That's fucking yours. And he starts screaming at it. 
people are laughing, they're running, they don't, half the people there were completely fucking disgusted, they'd never seen anything like that, you know, it's a really conservative town, and, uh, and so, um, I just went back, and, and I was like, yeah, it's not like a fucking food or anything, and, um, and, and so that's the thing about it, I had a candle on the counter, I was like, you know what, if these fucking people want to come into my house, they want to come into my home, and violate my fucking drawers, I wasn't even in the bedroom, somebody's looking through my shit. You know, and now I'm getting pissed. I was like, you know what? And that bitch was still in the, and still back there. And she's like, passing shit around. She's like, I can't believe these fucking filthy perverts. So, dude, I cut a hole in that fucking cantaloupe. I stuck my dick in it. I pulled my pants off. And I walked back in there. And I said, you know what? You want to see some twisted shit? Here's some twisted shit. And I started fucking the shit out of the cantaloupe. <laughs> oh, People God. left. They were like, who the fuck is this? And I, went, and I was in college, man. So I was about 19. People were like, fuck this guy, these guys are fucking crazy, I, I don't want any part of this, and they're all running, the, the chick is like, mortified. And, uh, yeah. And so then she even called me the next day saying that she got her radar detector stolen. Uh, while she was at that abomination at my apartment, is what she kept calling. And <laughs> That's I, I, a radar detector. Oh, back then, it, well, they have, they still have them, the radar detector, you put it in your, on your car, and it'll tell Beats that tells you when the police when there's a speed trap. Yep, I used to have that. Yeah, right. And she she had a, apparently had a really good one. She left it in the party, you know, left her car in the parking lot. She's like, somebody from your party fucking stole my radar detector. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. You went in my fucking drawers and found all my sex toys. What am I? What the fuck? <laughs> you know, how am I responsible for your fucking radar detector? And uh, and so she was uh, insistent that I took it. Blah blah. blah. So about fucking six months later, I you know I told her fuck off. I said, look, if I find it, I you know I, I don't know why I would take your radar detector. I never left the fucking house. So, you know I went, didn't go to the party lot. I'm gonna move the couch after my lease was up, and I find the fucking radar detector stuffed under the couch. Drunk Mike, my roommate, went in there and fucking stole a radar detector. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit, that's so funny. I've stolen worse things yeah. at parties though. I've stolen a lot of shit from parties. Oh yeah. Uh, like like uh, what, artwork? No, like stupid <laughs> things. Like okay, like when we were in college, like I've stolen a lot of things which I can't name on the podcast really, but like we used to go to house parties and just like raid all their pantries and their cabinets just so we could have like food for the leftover week and oh like in college. Yeah. <laughs> right like we would see who would come home with the best snacks for us to make like we would just raid their pantries we'd come home with our pants shoved with like boxes of macaroni and cheese like oh my god oh yeah (laughs) you know it's funny you'll spend like a hundred bucks that night on on party favors and and fucking alcohol and then it's like the the next week you're you're stealing macaroni and cheese to eat um, I used to come <laughs> home from a bar. I always came home from bars with more money in my pocket. Me too. Yeah. And I used to How wake up the next that? day and be like, How did I get this money? Like, did I give somebody a blowjob in the bathroom? No, and not I think remember? we would just like pickpocket people. Oh, yeah. Like Alex and I were in Atlantic City one time. Oh and my god. There was this guy who was wasted. And he, he was on so many he was levels on so of, many drugs. Uh, yeah. So he starts burning his money and like showing it off. And he just had a pocket of like hundreds and he starts burning the money. So we got like two grand from this guy, I think. And we we just like stole his money and ran. because he didn't even know what he was doing. So we just kept taking money and we were like, can you give us $20? Yeah. Remember he would just like give it to us. Yep. And And we were like, like, we'll burn it for you. Let's have a burning party. And he was so (laughs) 
handing us money, but like whatever. He was going to burn all his cash anyway. And clearly we didn't burn money. We just like stole like two grand. I think we split it three ways because there was three of us. And we all came home with like, like 700 bucks a pop. We were loving it. Oh my gosh, man. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. And then we would always like play, like we would um, gamble on all these guys' dime. And so we would come home with the money, but they would just like throw out the money for us to gamble with. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to waste my own money. Yeah. I'm not wasting my own money. Right. So, oh man, I've been that guy so many times, man. I'm sure you you have. Oh, and I'm like, how am I going to make my car payment? And, you know, it's like, <laughs> the next day, I'm like, man, my car payment's due. What the fuck? I just gave that chick $400. <laughs> and it was the sloppiest, <laughs> ugliest blowjob I've ever had in my life. <laughs> right, yeah. Lucky bastard. I didn't give that. So, <laughs> I want to talk to you about, so you're into, like, looking up different fetishes. So tell us yeah. about one of the craziest fetishes that you've ever looked into. Man, the one I can't wrap my head around is the bug chasers. I know they about call this. Them, yeah, this is fucking weird. Okay, they, bug chasers and gift givers is what they're called. And um, it's, it is the most twisted, bizarre shit. Like, I can honestly say that, speaking of for me, okay, I spend the better part of my life trying to not get AIDS, okay? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can safely say... Most people will try to, and there's this, this fucking movement, and it's called the boat chasing movement, and it's these fucking gay guys who are perfectly healthy that, that go to specific websites, and they want to get HIV. Why in and the fuck so, would you want to get AIDS? I need to know the psychology behind I, that. It's got to be like too. an attention thing, no? It's like a hypochondriac thing where they like, yeah, like an attention where they like get sick and they want the attention because they're sick. Right. Yeah. And a lot of it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like they don't want to, they, they engage in risky behavior and they don't want to, they don't want to roll the dice anymore. They want to just go ahead and get it over with. Oh. You don't okay. get it. But then you can only and, have and, sex with people that have AIDS after that, or maybe you don't care. You're just going to infect. Other no, people. then you become what you become what's called a gift giver, and that's the guy who gives the fucking bug to, to the other fucking lunatic that wants to get it. Oh, and my they God. have they have ceremonies and everything, man. It is what? fucked up. Wait, I yeah, didn't know uh, there was ceremonies. Oh, uh, I was reading about this one guy that that wanted it, and he said that. Um, he, he can work at his job and make like $1,800 a month, um, working or, and he doesn't have healthcare or he can get HIV and get all these government programs that will pay him way more money what? and provide him with healthcare. That is so yeah, like, like I didn't know AIDS so patients fucked. got like money. Like it's like a, it's well, a they don't, they don't get like cash. Yeah, yeah, it's a disability, so they can they can claim it on SSI and get SSI, I think, or um, maybe something like that. Or or they, um, a lot of them, what they do is they do viaticals, which I think are a fucking in, in, in the most creative idea of money making that ever lived. But there's a huge movement against people against viaticals. But what a viatical is is that um, it's a group of investors, okay? And let's say they pull together and they put. Uh, let's say they, they put together five investors and they put together 
forty thousand each for two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, and what they'll do is they'll go to a a guy with AIDS, you know, like full blown AIDS, or they'll go to a guy with uh, um, stage four cancer, and they'll say, uh, "Look, you have a life insurance policy worth five hundred thousand dollars." We'll give you $200,000 cash right now so you can enjoy the rest of your short life and not have to worry about anything, um, but you name us the beneficiary of your life insurance policy. Oh. So, so the people are like, yeah, because they can't work or anything. You know, so they're like, Wait, I, yeah, I got to have a million dollars. Work. They can't work? Well, well at, at the point where they're going to die, they can't. Oh, you yeah, know, when they're, they're like, like shriveled away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, so they get to live, you know, the rest of their life and do whatever they want to do, travel, whatever. And then, uh, and they, they have the money to do it. Um, but a lot of people say that, they, and then, but then in return, you know, they don't, and the radical chooses who they want to do that for. So they choose the sickest guy. Yeah. Right. So the fact, cause that's the fastest they're going to make their money back. So they, they get a guy who's on deathbed. They give him two grand or 200,000. Well then when he dies, they get half a million. Divided up equally, so oh, their forty thousand just turned shit. turned into a hundred thousand in basically less than a year, and uh, and so it's it's it works both ways. I mean, you know, it's the biological companies say that it's uh, you know like holy shit, this is the best thing. You know, we're a humanitarian organization. You know, we're letting these people live their best life that they can. You know, and in return, they don't have to even pay anything because you know they'll never see the money anyway because it's life insurance. That's insane. So, yeah, yeah. So these viaticals, um were uh, are are, are uh, actually sponsoring this bug chasing. Like they're really into this, right? They're, oh, they're like promoting God. it. Yeah, oh, and uh, and so there was they, they do ceremony. I'm not saying this is happening rampantly, you know, but I've only read about it in you know certain, it's big in San Francisco. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, and I, I haven't read about it anywhere else. I haven't read about it in New York or anything, but. Um, you figured New York wouldn't be close behind or would be close behind, but, um, the only stories I've read about it were in San Francisco and they had the, a ceremony, like it's a, a, um, a bug chaser ceremony and then he wants to get, he'll gather four or five guys who are positive. Um, and then he'll, they'll do like a sacrificial, like, uh, they'll fuck this guy like on an altar or whatever, like, Ew. you know, and they do this whole ceremony. So that all five fucking infected dudes just shoot their goo into this guy and make sure that he gets infected. Holy you know, so they're like, That's... fuck. Yeah, and um, one of the guys I saw interviewed. Me too. I'm dying to, him. man. Yeah, yeah, it's so fascinating. Now, I spend my life fucking trying not to get AIDS. Right. So uh, these people that are that are trying to get it are, are fucking, I, and they interviewed this one guy who was in the Marine Corps and he was like 26, perfect shape. Um, you know, he's a Marine and he was, uh, you know, just as gay as can be. And, uh, he's like, yeah, well, I can't really, um, partake in any of this until I'm, uh, my enlistment's over. He said, but I'm not, uh, I'm reenlisting next, uh, he had a year left in his enlistment. He's like, after that, I'm going to have my ceremony. Shut the fuck up. Like, so he didn't reenlist back in the army because he wanted to have his bug chasing ceremony so he could get AIDS. So he could live the yeah. rest of his short life with AIDS. Yes, yes. And I don't understand the, the logic behind it. I don't understand the and, and they never quite fully on all the articles I've read, nobody ever fully quite explains it. You that know, is, they, they, they say what 
it's got to be some yeah, form of like hypochondria and attention. We need to find. All right. So yeah. your job for the next like year is to find somebody that'll interview with us for bug chasing so okay. we can at least interview them. And because I want to know the whole logical yeah. behind everything like you sure. when and you went to the feeders page and you were like interviewing those people and like really going in and then you got booted from the feeders page. Oh, the feeders. Yes. Oh, I forgot about that. They booted me. Yeah, yeah man. Like harassing them for like the psychological meaning behind it and their blood sugar levels. <laughs> yeah, but I was fucking paying. I paid. I wasn't one of those little lipsticks that was just asking for free shit. I was paying these fuckers. Were you giving them food you know? money? Well, what they do is they charge you $15 to go on a webcam, on a private webcam, and you can tell them to eat whatever you tell them to eat. They'll do it. And, and you know, they'll fucking smear their face in it. They rub their tits in it. They'll fucking, you know, jam a two-liter Coke bottle in their ass. They'll do whatever you tell them. 15 bucks, right? So how can this go wrong? So these, these chicks are like giant fucking just like you could smell it through the screen or you know like it's just it's horrendous like uh uh and they're always wearing some like horribly colored pastel sports bra with barbecue sauce on it and nothing else you know like no panties or no not that you could see it anyway because their entire badge is just swallowed by themselves and so um so I, I got this chick and I kept paying her, paying her. I paid forty five dollars. So I turned on my cam, and so she could see me, and I could see her. And um, and I was like, okay, um, do you have a blood sugar kit? She's like, yeah, I watch my blood sugar. I was like, take a fucking blood sugar kit, take a blood sugar reading <laughs> right now. And I start jerking off, man. And of course, I wasn't thinking about her or looking at her while I'm jerking off. I'm just pardoning jerking off just because I could. And, and, you know, and, and it, this wasn't turning me on, but I was acting like it was, you know, so I'm jerking off. I'm like, fucking do it, do it. Give me that reading. Tell me that number. Tell me that fucking number. It's going to be 900, isn't it? You're going to the fucking hospital. I'm going to see shit that insulin in your belly, your fat fucking belly. And I'm seeing, like, horrendous things while I'm jerking off. And she's getting, like, visibly kind of shaken, you know, at, at this point. But but you got to ask yourself, I don't feel, you know, this is what she chose to do. She chose to fucking go on camera and shove shit in her orifices for money. I'm not going to feel bad because I'm asking her to fucking take a blood sugar reading so I can tell her she's going to die soon. You know, and, and, and she's like, and, and every, so, so I'm doing that and, I'm, and I ended up coming, right? I shot like some great ropes, genuinely jism just everywhere and um and i was like oh that's fucking fantastic it was 900 man that was so high that was so fucking high i was like do you have any insulin shots i gotta see you take an insulin shot and um and and she's like no no i fucking don't and then she disconnected it well then i go back to the fucking group and she posts she's like i am removing this fucking asshole from here he's a sick twisted fucker he um gets on my cam all the time and then he just asked me to blood sugar me and he told me i was gonna die and, and so they kicked me out of the fucking group <laughs> you can go on my facebook <laughs> name and get back in there <laughs> i've tried i think they, i've tried you know i've got like 10 different fucking facebooks and uh alternate accounts and i've tried with all of them and they, they're on lockdown man 
Oh my god, that is fucking yeah. amazing. I but love this, it. From what Oh yeah, and they were this chick is making money, man. She was probably making I'd say at least 150 bucks a day doing this. God so is that yeah, she was always on there. I think Alex and I just need to get really fat then to start making money. I'm on my way. Oh, no. There. <laughs> no. No, you two are fucking 11s, man. Don't don't gain anything. Even if you gain some, you'd still be fucking 11. We but would then, like, not like this. I don't want to like die because no. I overate myself in Cheetos and like Cool Web. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And and you're always some like racial racially hybrid being it's never like a gross fat white chick or a gross fat black chick it's always some weird mix of funky weirdness and, and they're, they're like a, a different kind of brownish gray color skin and you don't know what they are and you know they don't fall into any real category except huge like huge is their category <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I love it um, I wish you lived in yeah. New York. Yeah, when are you going to come and visit uh, us in New York, Claude? I would love to, man. I would love to. As soon as I can fly again, I will. Yeah, <laughs> are these even wedding flights now? No, well, not really. I mean, they kind of are. Like, I was supposed to go down to Florida with my family, but then I was going to be put in, like, a two-week quarantine before I could stay with them. Oh, apparently. yeah. I don't really know what's going on. Um, but so oh I'm yeah, because in New York, here. yep, because we're like the hot box of America in New York right now. We are literally like the coronavirus central. Yeah, that's oh, why nobody's obeying. Like even on the subways, they're saying that the subways there's like two hundred people all crowded into the subways still, yeah. and like nobody's abiding yeah. by the stay home rule. I mean, whatever. I'm still going to work two days a week too, and it's kind of it's freaky and. You know, I don't know, whatever. We hope this passes soon. So, you know, I'm a police officer, and um, we're under an order. We're not even making any uh, misdemeanor arrests right now. Um, we're basically just just waving, you know, waving at people and making our presence known. And uh, But, you know, they don't want to um, – the, the jails are, are really crowded as it is, and they don't want to put any new people in the jails to expose the, the current prisoners. Yeah, they're um, releasing so, people uh, yeah. around here. Yeah. Yeah, and here too, like our our uh, commissioner, county commissioner, judge, court judge, and issued an order to release all these um, nonviolent offenders, and then um, then another judge came in and squashed it. So they said, "No, don't let them out. You know, just contain them." That's and uh, so you know, unless unless someone commits an egregious felony in front of me, I can't fucking do anything about it. You know, uh-huh. so I'm just for the time being just driving around waving at people. You know, it's <laughs> just. <laughs> Well, I'm even here, the governor you know? of who, what was it, Maryland or something, was like, can you guys please not shoot people during this time? Because we have no more. Oh, it was our, that's us. For, that was you guys. That was our fucking mayor. That was yeah, in Houston, our dumbass mayor. He told me, yeah, y'all need to chill. All the, all the, uh. Bad guys need to chill. Just don't commit any crimes right now. I love it. He's Go like, back to normal. shooting people because there's no room in the hospitals yeah. to keep them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, we're just all just grabbing our heads like, oh, we're all going to die. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, Claude, thank yeah. you so much for calling into our show. You're we had best, so much fun with you. We can't wait to have you come yeah. to New York and then we can party and we'll just like get hookers for you all night. <laughs> oh, yes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. God. <laughs> 
I haven't been this excited to do something in forever. (laughs) As soon as this pandemic ends, come on down. Well, thank you so much. I hope you stay safe and I'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay, thanks, ladies. We'll see y'all later. All right, bye. bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to another amazing episode and we will see you next week. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised.